All right, welcome back to the 4 o'clock hour here on the J.P. Peterson Show, Super Bowl 55, Radio Row. Kevin Harlan, who will be calling the play-by-play for Super Bowl 55 on Westwood One Radio. Um, So if you happen to be uh, driving from party to party or happen to be uh, not near a TV, then you can check it out right here on the Big 8, 820. We will have the Super Bowl right here. And I also want to remind you that mortgage rates are at historic lows right now, so it's a great time to purchase or refinance. Call my man, Scott Fitzgerald, at American Mortgage Services. Scott's done three loans for me over 30 years in the business here locally. He's done over 3,000 loans in the Tampa Bay area, many of them for our coaches and athletes from Bucks to Bulls. And he can save you big money. told me the other day he got a call from a listener, and they were doing a mortgage with one of the big banks and they uh, were going to charge him $1,600 plus in lender fees. Scott doesn't charge lender fees. He's a wholesale broker. And they had him at a 2.85 percentage uh, on their 15-year fixed. Scott got him 2.50. So he's saving them thousands of dollars up front and thousands of dollars over the life of the loan. Folks, these big banks, uh, these online mortgage folks, they're going to get you with big fees. Keep it local. Call my man, Scott. You can email him at scott at AMS Tampa. That's Scott, American Mortgage Services, amstampa.com, and he will get right back to you. That's scott at amstampa.com. If you're uh, you're getting a mortgage now, you've already got it in the hopper, he might be able to save you some money. Just send him your statement, and he can probably beat the rate. Might as well give him a call. It's free, 813-294-7595. That's my buddy, Scott Fitzgerald. Fitz, the mortgage guy. Give him a call. All right, uh, and if you want to become part of the program today, you might be able to slip in a phone call, 727-518-0820, but we are jammed up. But uh, now might be a good time. We'll get Kevin Harlan on here in just a second. Uh, The news of the day, I think the biggest news of the day, Antoine Winfield Jr. is is out there practicing and flying around. Bruce Arians said he looked good. Antoine did some press today, said he feels good, is going to play in the game. To me, that was the biggest Injury question for the Buccaneers, and that has been solved. Um, Jordan Whitehead was out there running around as well, so it looks like uh, he may be close to uh, to coming back. You ready to go, JP? Antonio? Antonio Brown still has a little swelling in his knee, but I'm guessing all these guys are going to play for the Buccaneers. And Levante David looks like he's going to play as well. Uh, just like telling Mike Evans, he wasn't going to play in his first playoff game. Yeah, good luck. Good with luck that. telling Levante David he's not going to play in his first Super Bowl. <laughs> right, got Kevin on. But you know, They've they got to be healthy and ready to go. All right, let's welcome in uh, the play-by-play voice of the Super Bowl for Westwood One. The great Kevin Harlan's going to join us right now and talk about this humongous matchup. Kevin, how are you? Thanks for coming on. I'm doing great. If you don't mind, I'd like to congratulate Gene Deckerhoff on the Woody Durham Award as one of the top legendary voices of college football with Florida State. They've honored uh, in the past three years some of the biggest names and voices in college broadcasting, and this year, Gene Deckerhoff won, who's one of the nicest people I've ever come across, a true pro, and a guy I've admired for a long time, so my sincerest congratulations to Gene on a terrific national award that he's getting from the National Sports Media Association. Kevin, thank you for that. Uh, I did not know that, and I actually worked as an analyst with Gene Deckerhoff for many years at Florida State. He's one of my dearest friends and, and mentors in this business, and uh, that is just terrific news. And, boy, could I tell you some Gene Deckerhoff road stories, my friend. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You've met the man. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh, 
He is uh, wow. Some of the best. I'm so glad to hear that. And uh, and wow. So he gets that award, and I get to talk to you today. One of my uh, one of my favorite play by play guys. And uh, I, I just want to ask you, Kevin, how do you? Do you treat because it's kind of like you're doing a performance just like the players in a different way. But do you can you treat a Super Bowl like any other game like the players try to do? Well, certainly you're focused. I mean, we're focused on every broadcast because we've got so many stations and people, advertisers that have spent a lot of money with the broadcast on Monday Night Football. So I really, to be quite honest, I treat them all the same. I'm doing what I dreamt of doing when I was a kid. The TV just to kind of. Just kind of fell into that as it's gone along with with Turner and with, with the NBA and with CBS and college basketball and, and the NFL. But but my goal when I was a kid, my dreams centered about around being uh, a, a national radio play-by-play broadcaster. That's what I wanted to do. And when this opportunity came up about 10, 12 years ago, I jumped on it, even though it meant that I had to do a Sunday game then a Monday game. But the reward was a Super Bowl. So I'm, I'm living a dream every time I put on that headset on Monday night for Westwood One, or in this case, the Super Bowl headset down in Tampa on Sunday night. And um, I, I just feel so lucky and so privileged to get a chance to do that. So consequently, when it's important to you, you're usually dialed in and focused, and I definitely will be focused on this one, especially with the matchup we've got a quarterback yeah. Uh, you know, a, a possible repeat champion. There's so many great storylines. And then, of course, the, the enormity, the massiveness of it being a Super Bowl. Uh, we'll be ready to roll. Kevin Harlan joining us uh, here, Westwood One. He'll call it play-by-play. You can hear it right here on the Big 8, 820 AM, coming up on Super Bowl Sunday. And you'll be working with Kurt Warner, uh, another Hall of Fame quarterback in in this quarterback matchup, quarterback-centric matchup. Obviously, they're not the only players on the field, but it kind of seems like it. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on that matchup and the well, legacy just, for both? Uh, we've take. got everything that that Brady has done in his career um, is just accentuated by going to another team, another conference, another system, new teammates, all of it, and he's back in the Super Bowl, which is just stunning and this will be his 10th and and having an incredible season to boot you know and and then you've got Mahomes who's done more as a young quarterback than any other quarterback before him he's already been a league MVP a Super Bowl MVP he's won a Super Bowl no quarterback has done those three things in such a short time and at his age he's 25 so you know I mean clearly Brady thinks a lot of Mahomes after they beat after the Patriots beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium in the AFC Championship game a couple years ago, after the game, still dressed in his football um, uniform, Brady snuck around the various tunnels, got to the Chiefs' locker room, and asked the security guard if he could go in after the game and talk with Patrick. And the guard relented, opened the door, Brady walks in, the locker room is cleared, you know, just finished getting dressed as Mahomes, and they sat and talked for about five minutes, showing you the kind of guy that Brady mm-hmm. was, telling him, you'll be back. This is just the beginning. I had my areas of, of disappointment early on, but this is just the start for you. And words of encouragement that Mahomes has admitted this week that he's carried uh, to this day and said, I'll carry for the rest of my life. So that's what kind of guy Brady is. Mahomes appreciates that kind of overture and the history of the position, the history of the team. Um, you know, there's so much to like about both of these quarterbacks. You hate to see either of them lose because they represent 
at different stages, even though they're 18 years between them in age, so much about what's great about that position in the NFL. Kevin Harlan joining us here, the 2019 National Sportscaster of the Year. He's broadcast 11 Super Bowls, five Final Fours, NBA. He's done it all. Kevin, do you uh, do you have a favorite call or a favorite moment in, in your career? Well, I, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to call a lot of things. To be quite honest, I kind of hope that my favorite call is coming up. I, I hope it's, <laughs> whether it's this weekend or in two months from now or five years from now, I'd like to think that my best is still ahead of me. And uh, I prepare that way every broadcast for that moment to make sure I'm ready. You never write down anything. You never think about what would I say in this moment. But the preparation that you do all week long takes away any kind of, you know, nervousness or uncertainty or emptiness you may have. That preparation leads you to call, um, you know, the game. And I've got a little thing that I write on the top of my boards, my spotting boards, uh, two very short sentences, any play, and every play, because any play could be the play of the Super Bowl or any game, and every play is important. Mm. So I never want to go casually setting up a play or lose focus for a moment of any play, because that play could be the play, and I want to make sure that I'm on top of it. And if I kind of have that approach, I feel that I'll be prepared, and if there's a weird play, a, a, a significant play, that I'll, I'll be ready for it in the preparation I've done during the week will get me ready for it. But uh, I'd still like to think that, that my best is ahead of me, and, and, and that one play may be ahead of me. Kevin Harlan joining us here. I'll call the Super Bowl for Westwood One. Uh, and, and, well, I got you just said something that really piqued my interest. You said you never have anything prepared. I think I'm just going to say that there's probably some national broadcasters that do do that, and I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> I think sometimes it comes out as an iconic moment, and it's really kind of rehearsed. Um, but this 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 broadcast lends itself uh, with the legacies that are at stake here, and the and the and the incredible uh, names that are involved in this, and Brady and Mahomes, uh, that this could be a moment, a, a game winning touchdown pass like by Tom Brady to win his seventh. That could pretty much qualify. But you don't you don't think ahead at all. You just want it to be completely spontaneous. No, no, I've got notes in front of me. I've got like if Brady yeah. wins, it's his seventh in his tenth appearance. Um, you know, I've, I've got notes about, about, you know, repeat winner. We haven't had one in 16 years, and I may use that. But I think gotcha. you start thinking of phrases and lines and all that. You're so, you're so preoccupied by trying to get that line out or when to place it um, that, um, that you, you kind of lose your way. I, I started broadcasting when I was 14 years old in high school, and I remember early on, I used to have, you know, some of that stuff prepared, like if a team I was doing was winning a conference championship. And I remember after I'd said it and it came out, and, you know, no one was listening. It was a little 10-watt radio station. <laughs> but, but I was young, and you could make those stupid moves. But I remember feeling so unfulfilled. And then, uh, for whatever reason, as I was, you know, watching the greats do it, the Scullies and the Jack Bucks and, and all these, you know, the, the, the Summerall's, like, yeah. like, their best calls were all just pure emotion and so organic. And, and mm. that's the way I'd rather look at it. I'd rather say something that was true and genuine in the moment than trying to come up with something that... Now, now listen, I, I have said stuff that I mimicked when I was playing Nerf basketball against my <laughs> three-year-old son years ago when he would dunk on me and the, and the board, you know, they got the thing on the wall and, 
he would do some kind of a spin move and then dunk it. Like when I did the LeBron James No Regard for Human Life, I used to say that <laughs> about my, my three-year-old boy when he was dunking on me, you know, 20 years ago. But, but you know, so something like that may pop into your head as it happens because you're so into the moment, that stuff just kind of bubbles up, and who knows where it comes from. But to write it out and to have a phrase, I, I just, that, that, I just, I don't, I don't go down that road. I'd, I'd rather be organic and genuine because I think that's what the whole broadcast has been. You don't prepare to call a touchdown. I mean, you may have a fact you may attach to it, but not a flowery, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, and I, I always think it sounds better that way. That was a glorious answer, Kevin. That was a freaking Hall of Fame answer to <laughs> that question. Too, I really appreciate that. That's, that's going to make the Hall of Fame Super Bowl week of the J.P. Peterson show. I can tell you that right now. So you got that going for you. You got that that award. Um, hey, finally, Kevin, uh, just just your thoughts on the in the entire matchup here, and uh, you know, with Tampa Bay, you mentioned all the storylines, um, just playing at home and Brady and and Bruce Arians, uh, the whole the whole nine, and, and what's at stake for the Chiefs. Um, just your thoughts on this matchup uh, overall and how good it can be. Kansas City's got three changes on their line. Their right guard is going to right tackle. The right tackle is going to left tackle, and they're bringing a veteran, but he's coming off the bench and going to start at right guard. I think that's an issue. Uh, five yep. sacks on Rodgers by that defensive line and Buccaneer defense, I think that is something to keep track of. Second down for Brady will be huge. The Chiefs' defense on second down is, is not very good compared to third down. The bottom line is holding the ball, getting first downs, moving the chains. Brady is a master at that. I think that falls right into his comfort zone. That will be huge. you got those two bulldozing running backs back there. I think they're both going to play a part. And I have a sneaking suspicion Gronkowski's been quiet, but I can easily see him putting his fingerprints on this game. He is too big a factor as a blocker and as a receiver not to be heard from in the biggest game and certainly Brady has seen that 87 in his crosshairs for so many years as a Patriot. Something tells me that while quiet so far on these three road playoff games and wins, that, that, that he could do something special. I love the fast linebackers. I think this game is every bit three points. I think both teams score in the 30s. I think it comes down to late in the fourth quarter. I think it's going to be a thriller. Kevin Harlan with no regard for human life. That's a breakdown <laughs> right there, my friend. Hey, thank you so much for your time, Kevin. Really appreciate it. Look forward to the broadcast on Westwood One, which you can hear. Folks in Tampa can hear right here on 820. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate your time. I can't wait to get down there. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Kevin Harlan right there. That was a hell of an interview, bro. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that I feel like he spoke to me. Johnny, what do you think? I, I was looking over at Tony, young broadcaster here, and he's just like looking out into the stars like, this dude is like nailing it. Like, this is what I need to know. Well, he's he's one of the best in the business. He's absolutely. calling a freaking Super Bowl for a reason. And, and plus he reaches a lot of young demographic as well with being on 2K, being the voice of NBA yeah. 2K. So that that's also big in itself. But the no regard for human life is definitely one of the greatest time. calls of all time. Yeah. And, and not only that, um, I love I love the play-by-play guys that – and he you heard him say that, how you match the emotion of the moment, right? That's the key to great play-by-play. Yeah. Um, you have to match the emotion because if you're overstating it, Gus Johnson, um, it seems weird. 
If you're Down under, the side if line. you're understating it, <laughs> that's a three yard game. Peter. <laughs> if you're understating it, Joe Buck, then you're not giving it the natural excitement that that it needs and and the moment that demands. So it's a very, very fine line and the greatest of, and the best of the best know how to do it. Yeah. I think I think Harlan's one of the best. I uh, really, really do. A hundred percent. I mean, you, you think about it. Look at well, the first calls that come to your head are the no regard for human life, obviously, since we just had him on. Also, Kevin by Kevin Harlan. Also, Al Michaels, Lake Placid, nineteen eighty. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. So you know what I mean, like the stuff like that. You, you remember, like I even remember. I don't even know the announcer. I think it might have been Todd Brenneman, but the when the Michael Spurlock returned the kick for the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. the, the Santa Maria thing, Santa Anna, Santa Maria. Oh, Santa Maria, kind of like dumbed it down, but you could tell like he was probably staring at the pirate ship and was like, "Whoa, I can't believe I just saw history." Yeah, yeah. Now you know, and I, I, I think, I think Jim Nance rehearses them, and I think they sound rehearsed. Live from the masters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I so I, I, I think some guys do, and the good ones don't. They don't need to. And uh, Jim and, Nance will be calling and, the and, CBS game. <laughs> and, and, and that's what Kevin, that's what Kevin just said. In such a glory, that was a great answer. I mean, remember, put that in the, for the uh, uh, Hall of Fame highlights for this week. That you guys are going to put together next week. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely right, going to go back and listen to that one again because uh, I was chasing down a lead. I'm still trying to figure out if it's true or not. But the Rays might be really close to signing Ozuna, so I'm just trying to keep an eye on. Really? It. That's what that, that was my face. What you saw? Wow. Yeah. Well, hey, we got Chris Archer now. So we spent six million on Archer and three million on Waka. Ten. But, but let. Charlie Morton walk. What? Maybe you pay what the money was used for Snell. You pay Azuna. Yeah. Uh, well. Okay. All right. Let's see if they do it. Let's see if they do it. All right. Quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Jeff Smith is going to join us. Plays for the Jets. Played for Clearwater Central Catholic. One of our local guys that has made it to the NFL. Great inspirational story. Great family. Wanted to have him on during the Super Bowl and uh, get his thoughts on these two teams. Stay with us. 